It's Lockdown Radio. It's a Monday today. Reaction Monday. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide across Metro FM as well as the Radio 2000. Now in a developmental of historical significance. So when I talk about the development of something as historical as this, it certainly isn't in its developmental state because it has now come to fruition. And if you're scratching your head wondering what I'm talking about, Central Gauteng Lions have appointed Anne Villas as their head, um, becoming the first woman to be named the president of a province or an affiliate in South African cricket. A seasoned sporting official who has, what, like 30 years experience across various fields of the game. And Anne has certainly earned her stripes. She joins us on the line. And thank you so much for your time. Good evening and welcome. Evening, Robertson. Evening to your listeners. When I say newly appointed Central Gauteng Lions president, how does that title sound? Uh, well, it's become more amazing as the weekend has progressed. It's, uh, at first, I thought it was just another job, but uh, it's becoming, I think, may, well, maybe daunting, but. Uh, I'll handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Daunting and historical, though. And as I've said, I, I think we shouldn't shy away from that. Uh, you, you know that it's, it's something that we will live long and hard remembering because it's taken so long. And here you are having worked this hard and having been given now the primary opportunity to lead. The historical nature of it. Let me get your comment on that, though, because, as I say, we can't overlook that. Well, it, it, that's a tough one, Robert. Um, you know, I mean, I think for women, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I've worked in a male-dominated industry all my life, so it's, it's a little bit different for me. But if it, you know, for women, I think it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, but that shouldn't be the primary thing of the job. Mm. Yeah, it really shouldn't be. You know, it should be the person that's right for the job at the right time. So I hope that is what it's about and not just because it's what I am. But, uh, you know, yes, it's a great leap for women and I hope that, you know, there's a whole lot that can follow me after this. Now, without a doubt, I think it's just the opportunity of it becoming possible. I always remember remember a a Kaz Naidu in commentary, um, you know, back in 2003 and uh, Mm. it, it took off and everybody was in awe. Because, again, it was a female person, um, maybe it was a female black person even with her, uh, but a rising into a sense now where something like this had not happened before. And we've yes. seen the evolution globally of mm. this trend continuing. Mm. And I think of you, there's a trendsetter, and I know that you don't emphasize too much on that, but it's about that opportunity because a lot of the times uh, those opportunities are locked away. You're correct, yes, yes, yeah. So, yes, I mean, I am, I am truly humbled and I am honoured. Yeah. And it's a wonderful opportunity um, for me and for women going forward. So, yes, uh, yeah, I, I am. I'm, I am <laughs> proud and I am happy and I'm, I am bubbling and I'm, you know, really excited. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and certainly congratulations once again. Thank you. And, when you get into the position, and I know that you've had the experience through through many, many years, what kind of team are you looking for to 
assist you in this new journey now? Well, I've already got a great team with me. I've got my two vice presidents, uh, Lucky Lassini and Ibrahim Lambert, and I've got an amazing lead independent uh, director in Zianda Butelezi, who, you know, is audit and risk and legal and government. She keeps us all on our toes. Uh, so, and then our board is, is amazing. Um, fantastic skills. Uh, our independent, our couple of new independents on board with great skills. Mm. Our non-independents who have skills and quick knowledge. So I think we've got a great team going forward. I saw a great mix there with the independent side of things, though. Mm. I think there's Valitini Vilagazi, Vikesh, Matura. Uh, there's yes. Dr. Norman Yembo, yes. Goth. Mm. Yeah, Goth is there. And Rishanda Hassan also being there uh, as yes. well. Does this give it the kind of balance? And when you've got such a formidable team with you, what are you looking to achieve, let's say, short term? Uh, what have you envisaged for the short term goals? Well, I think just to short term, um, just to get going and work together and get a board that um, has unity, understanding, we have some common goals, we ensure that everybody's got a buy-in and commitment, that would be the short-term goals. Um, our long-term goals, I would really want to hone in on Jack Muddy Singh's six pillars. Mm. I don't know if you want to hear about them. <laughs> Yeah, no, trust me. We, I mean, we, we've been fighting long and hard on this show uh, on, on so many different aspects, you know, including transformation and okay. lack of transparency and so on. So if you want to hit on yeah. them, please go ahead, Anne. So I, I think, you know, Jack's spoken about the pillars and I really want to carry forward with those pillars. And, you know, mm. one is uh, um, develop quality winning teams, ensure a thriving club and school cricket, grow our fan base, maintain our iconic stadium and reputation, build a commercially successful and financially stable company and ensure good governance practices and excellent operational performance culture. And whilst you're talking transformation, I think from my point of view, I want to tell you, know, when I first came onto the board, I came onto the board uh, when it was, it was a board of 18 people of nine white board members and nine board members of colour that were elected, you know, in the, clubs of either colour or white, mm. that changed over the years where, you know, it either went to black African, uh, the CCF, the Coloured and Indian clubs, or the previously advantaged clubs. But you were always voting for your own clubs. And, what, two weeks ago we had an uh, election which all clubs voted for our board. And today we have a board of, um, you know, 12 people. We've got five black African three Indian, two coloured and two white. And I just think that's absolutely amazing going forward mm. as to where I came from, as to where we are right today. What do you think that's indicative of, that just purely evolution, you would say, and, 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 and really fixing, self-fixing that that was not equal before? Well, I think it's a lot to do with evolution. I think it's a lot to do with self-fixing. I think it's learning along the way of what we actually do need to do. Um, from my side, being vice president under Tabang and Jack, uh, I think they've given me a comprehensive perspective of transformation, and I think they've allowed me a more innovative thinking of it. Um, I think I've got so, a much greater understanding, and I think the people that have worked with me on the board along the way have, have the same feeling as me. And hopefully we've taken that down into our constituencies and our clubs. 
Um, and everybody's on the, you know, hopefully on the same same track as us. No, without a doubt. You talk about commercially, though. How, how are you planning on changing the outlook? And given when you talk about the quality of a winning team, when you talk about the commercial aspect, it lends itself to who's going to be sitting in the grandstands, who's going to be going through the turnstile coming to watch. And we have seen, obviously, not just Yen Kaoteng, mm. but uh, a, whether it's a gradual or steady decline of attendance, but it's there, something that is glaring, it's facing a lot of sporting codes. From your side, is that something that is critical as far as addressing urgently? Well, I think it is critical, and it just it worries me that people don't come and watch sport. But I think quite a lot has to do with advertising, uh, getting the message out to the public as to when, when a game is on. Uh, we need your help for that. <laughs> um, no, for sure. We always, yeah. And, um, and just telling people that there's a game on, come down and watch. Uh, you know, I mean, I grew up watching a lot of cricket, going down to the Wanderers with my father. That's where my, I think where my love must have come for the game. Um, it's, it's wonderful to sit in a stadium and watch a game. Um, you, you learn about, you, you see so much more of the game so that when you do watch it on TV or listen to it on the radio, you've got a much better perspective of it. You, you know, you get to see the players, you, you can interact with them better. So we've, we've just got to get the kids to the, to the game. And I think we did it quite a bit with, um, with the Mzanzi League. So, um, you know, we've got to target the right audience again. And when, when you look at that audience, and one gets worried from time to time because the, the beautiful thing about Mzansi Super League, again, was also taking mm. the game and putting it onto TV screens, which were more accessible, so people were able to then identify themselves. Is that something that mm. you found worked and would like to carry on, maybe even broadening it within Gauteng itself? Well, absolutely. I mean, I think we've got to balance commercially with, with that. So we've got to find a way to do that. We've got to get the buy-in from everybody on that one. <laughs> What's your biggest worry, though? Is that the, the kids stop playing the game. That would be my worry. So we've got to make it very, very attractive to them to play. There's, there's so much to play today. Mm. There's so much to do. Even if they're playing TV games, there's other things to do. So we've got to make them want to get out there and play. How do you dangle the carrot? I just think we've got to give them the opportunities. We've got to create, you know, I mean, I think these are sometimes cliche things, but, you know, they are there. You've got to, we've got to have facilities. We've got to make opportunities. We've got to take the game to as many people as we possibly can. I think we need to understand whilst we're doing that, that not every child that we take it to is going to play cricket. And if they move to soccer or basketball or tennis, that's fine as long as they play a game outdoors. But we need to get them involved in yeah, sports. I was going to, I was going to say, well, do, do you think the lack of visibility, especially within grassroots, because at times not everybody can afford pay-per-view television, for example, so it, became, it becomes almost like an exclusive um, access only to those who can afford type of thing? Well, maybe that's why we need to maybe take, and if we're talking particularly at grassroots and development and township cricket, we need to take the cricket to them. Maybe we need to take more of the cricket to Alka Stadium, to Soweto, the good cricket, take the players there, you know, get people more interested, you know, take the heroes to the people. (laughs) Sure, 
Sure. No, 100%, because I think it, it, the same thing happened with, with rugby. We might laugh at it, but, mm-hmm. you know, the majority of South Africans only got to see a Sia Colisi when he was parading a trophy. But they'd never yes. seen him play Super Rugby. They'd never seen him play for the Springboks. They'd heard of, but not seen because mm-hmm. of the lack of that access. So we don't want something similar again as we try to grow cricket and pick it up and try to get it back on track uh, for the same thing to happen. But what we'll keep doing, though, and is we'll keep the conversation uh, going with yourself and hopefully one of these days outside of lockdown we have you come into studio we thrash out a couple of things today was just merely to tell South Africans and to congratulate you personally on the appointment because I really think it's a big deal uh, but Thank given you. all of your experience I really think that uh, um, you know Gauteng Central Gauteng Lions is on the right track and the leadership thereof is in the right hand so all of the best and you'll, you'll do this Thank you very much, Robert. Thank you. Highly right. appreciated. Massive job ahead, but you know what? She's equipped to do it. The newly appointed Central Counting Lines President, Anne Villas, and we congratulate her right here on Mara Sports Worldwide.